When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Isola, Blackstone, Gutierrez, Sedano. Week one has overreaction Monday. Week two, supposed to have bounce back Monday, but it was comeback Sunday. Tua, Flacco, and Kalamad. Who did it best? Let's go. <laughs> if it's the best appetizer of all time, why not have it last? Oh, yeah. What happened to that last? The best dessert of all time. But we start with Miami and Tua Tungavailoa. Statistically, one of the greatest games ever quarterbacked. And listen, Tua and Miami have come up quite a bit this past offseason and preseason. I mean, when every conversation has to be at how pretty the ball is, how accurate the ball is, or even this week, Tua talking about not being able to see receivers you know, it's all right to at least have your eyebrows raised. This was the dream. This team, this franchise, Mike McDaniel hatched beautiful, gorgeous rainbows to wide open cheetahs and penguins. The comeback from 35-14 in the fourth, Tua throwing for a 469 and six. Israel, this is your account. Is this the moment where Tua announced his superstardom and the Dolphins, their contendership? What did we just witness? Well, to be honest, for seven of eight quarters up until that fourth quarter, they had been pretty underwhelming, at least the offense had. Yeah, in the first game, they got the ball to Tyreek Hill a lot, but didn't really do anything really explosive against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. In this fourth quarter, it was everything that you wanted to see when Tua had the tools, right? Obviously, the great wide receivers um, and the play calling of Mike McDaniels, being able to get those guys in space. They're already the top two receivers with yards after catch uh, in the league, and um Great play calling as well. If you look at the second and one in that uh, last drive there, uh, running running uh, the ball with Chase Edmonds there to get him about 30 yards and get him in position for the touchdown. Everything that they didn't have last year, including good offensive uh, offensive line play, you started to see it come together, and you started to see it in one explosion in that fourth quarter. And so you combine all those things. We already knew that they had the talent to do it. It was just a matter of will Tua be able to find those guys. And it's pretty easy, it seems like, because after when that fourth quarter began and they needed to make up 21 points, they seemed to do it pretty quickly. Yeah, the last one, uh, Tyreek Hill, the second to last one was a busted coverage, but you're going to have those problems when you've got to defend Jalen Waddle and Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill all game long. So it's it, it was a glimpse of what this offense could be. The defense needs some work. Offense could be. I don't know if we're going to full contendership just yet. Oh, so some pause from the panelists from Southern Florida. Another panelist born and raised in Miami, George Sedano. Did we just see the Tua moment? I don't know if we just saw the two a moment, Tony. I mean, he had a great individual performance. I don't know if he, that elevates him mm. to superstar status either. I'm not ready to go there. But I will say that perhaps we will see the cheetah and the penguin coming to Disney Plus very soon. Who knows? <laughs> that could be uh, some episodes coming down the pike uh, via your streaming service. But the, what the Dolphins did was magnificent. And let's not take that away. 
They scored 28 points in the fourth quarter, Tony. We hadn't seen a team do that since the Eagles did it to the Lions back in 2013. The other part of the equation that's fantastic when you think about what the Dolphins were able to accomplish was that they were the first team in 711 games to come back down 21 points in the fourth quarter. So give Tua credit. Give Mike McDaniel specifically a ton of credit. This reminds me a lot of what I saw with Sean McVay and Jared Goff when Sean McVay first arrived in Los Angeles, when Jeff Fisher was the original mm-hmm. coach of the Rams in L.A., and Goff did not look like a first overall pick. He looked more like a bust. Okay. Then McVay was able to take him to the That's Super Bowl. Interesting. We'll That's interesting. That's a team that became a that. contender. So you're beginning to think it's a possibility here with the tools in place. Frank Isola, I know you love pouring cold water on Southern Florida. Please go ahead. No, no, I got. I love that stat. First team in 711 games to be trailing by 21 or more points in the fourth and win. And George thinks it's a big deal when he wins around the horn once ever out of every 10 appearances. <laughs> guys, this is the way it works. I'm it's a great stat. I should get some more points. Why are, the, why are the guys from South Florida cynical about this? You have a coach, a rookie head coach, who his first two games, it's the Bill Belichick Patriots, and you have the John mm-hmm. Harbaugh Baltimore Ravens, and you win. And the Ravens, folks, they're known for defense. Apparently... Ray Lewis and Ed Reed are not walking through that door. Tua was 13 of 17, 199 yards in the fourth quarter alone. And does, can anybody guard Tyreek Hill? How does he ever get behind you? Don't you always have to have coverage from your free safety? That game-tying touchdown was brutal for Baltimore, but great playing by, by Tua in this And game. Kevin Blackestall. Well, this should be a reminder that what Tua was when he first came on the scene. Remember, this guy was the number one quarterback recruit in the country. He goes to Alabama, unseats a championship quarterback, and leads Alabama to another another championship. One of the things that slowed him down when he got in the NFL was he was hurt. He had to come back from from being banged up. And now that he's surrounded with with guys like like Tyreek Hill and, and Waddle on the other side, I mean, he's got the weapons. He's got an opportunity, and he's healthy. And let's not forget, somebody mentioned Sean McVay. People had whispered that Mike McDaniel yeah. is the Sean McVay. So now you saw him put that together with this quarterback and the and this talented talented uh, crew of wide receivers, and this is what So you the find. two guys who aren't from Miami are higher on the Dolphins. Uh, Sedano, back in. I, I was <laughs> just going to say, I love how Frank is basically getting points to being just because he's being nice to Miami for once in his That's entire right. life That's on right. the show. Gutierrez, you have a last word here, too? I mean, we, we've seen enough to not get too crazy about one explosive quarter here. Yes, it's, it's impressive, but come on now. We've had it's too on many the road. years of mediocrity. It's yeah. a road win against Baltimore. We come move on. on. Calamari. I, I said this before. Again, it's the best appetizer, but what if you save it for last? Then you have Kyler Murray. I mean, to come back down. 20 squadoosh, and it was the two-point conversions, right? I mean, he ran 85.6 yards on that one. The next one needed the perfect throw. He was able to deliver that. And then in overtime, the return six. George, seeing Murray like that, do you see that as real or really lucky? A little bit of both, Tony. Lucky in the regards to the fact that they won on a defensive touchdown, a scoop and score, which hasn't happened, uh, a defensive touchdown to win a game since 2019 when Jameis threw a pick six against the Atlanta Falcons when he was with the Bucs. But what I would add to this is that Kyler Murray is good on the road. He's got more road wins than he does home wins in his career, Tony. So that goes to show you that he's not phased by being on the road. And in the Cliff Kingsbury era, they're 12-7 and straight up 
on the road, 14-4 and 1 against the spread if you keep tabs on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Frank Isola. Yeah, he got a huge contract during the offseason. He played like a superstar. He ran 85 yards on that two-point conversion. Think about that. You should not be able to do it at this level. It's one thing. We always had a friend when we were growing up that you can never tackle once the field opened up. This is professional. This is against the Raiders, and he did it twice. He's just dropping back. He waits for the field to open up, and then he runs. But to answer remember, the question, because Frank, of baseball, is that more lucky, angle. or is that more good? Uh, uh, no way. Come on. Go back to last season, the way that he played the first seven games. He needs to get back to being that player, and I think he was in the second half last uh, Kevin Blackstone. No, he's good, and he put all of his talents on display right there in that comeback. Helped out, by the way, we've got to say, by the Cardinals' defense, which absolutely put the clamps on in the second half, allowing only 48 yards and then had that takeaway um, in the OT. But once he got going, there's no stopping him. You know, we talked about the whole watching, studying tape thing in the the offseason. You know, forget about all that. This guy was an extremely efficient passer when he was in college. He's gotten better and better when he's been in the pros. But what makes him special, and we all know it, is his ability to use his feet and to see all over the field and to finally make a play like he did right there. He looked like Fran Tarkenton, like two times Fran Tarkenton in the 2000s. This is great. Mm-hmm. And Israel, th- those plays, to play out like they did, the scramble 85 yards, the two-point conversion, what, do you view it, and this comeback in general, do you view it more as lucky or good? Um, it's both. I know you hate that answer. You're, you're that good, right? The ending was probably a bit lucky. He, he is that good, right? But he can't sustain that like for the course of a, of a season. You can't say, hey, we have to go Kyler Murray magic every single time to win a game because, yeah, it sounds impressive when you run 85 yards to scramble for a two-point conversion, but it also sounds crazy that you had to scramble 85 yards for a two-point conversion. And so maybe by the end of the year, he's a little bit tired, and maybe that's why he can't do these types of things all year long. Raiders to be 0 2, to, to allow I mean, 85 run, to allow 85 yards of running to the quarterback on a two point conversion. I mean, you need to put two guys, three guys as a shadow on him. One more incredible comeback in week two, and here it is Nick Chubb, three touchdowns. His fantasy owners are just elated. But maybe the Browns want that third one back. If he goes down right at the marker, it's past the two minute warning, right? Or is that it? After. It's a ball game. Jets have no timeouts left, but scoring and going up 30-17 gave the Jets the receipt. And then Joe Flacco magic, an onside kick later, two touchdowns in the last two minutes on the road for New York in the face of Brownie the Elf. Frank, blaming the Browns or praising the Jets? I think what you're getting to, Tony, is they have to learn how to kill the game. And I understand the instincts of Nick Chubb. You see an opening, you want to score the heck with it. What are the odds of them coming back? I think the stat was teams were, you know, 2,229 had lost every time they, they had a trail by 13 in the final two minutes of a game. I get all that. But you're right, Tony. He has to go down right there. No timeouts for the Jets. And Kevin Stefanski admitted that. And Nick Chubb did not speak with reporters after the game. So clearly there was an issue there. That is an awful loss. That ranks right up there with what the Ravens did and what the Raiders did. Kevin Blackstone. It shouldn't even come down to Nick Chubb in that particular play. They had opportunity to, to take a knee and take more time off of the clock and just kill the game right there. You don't even have to do that play. So I don't put it all on Chubb. I mean, he shouldn't have to hide. It's the, it's the, it's the entire coaching staff, the offensive coaching staff that messed that up. There's Gutierrez. 
I think it's on Kevin Stefanski there because, and he even said after the game, hey, yeah, we've done that before. We should have done that there. And here's where you know that he felt guilty and he knew he was wrong because he said afterward, oh, but we still should have closed out that game after. Well, it would have been done. It would have been absolutely done if you communicated with your players. So I do believe it's 100% on him right there. Anything that happened after that, I mean, you know, it's football. But I think <clears throat> Bill Belichick wouldn't allow that to happen. He would have known the clock situation. You got to end that game. Or Sedano. Right. Tony, I'm going to give credit to the Jets here. It's been nearly 21 years as a team won, trailing by 13 or more with two minutes to go. Give them some credit. Joe Flacco is may not be a starting quarterback anymore, but he is a good backup quarterback in this league. The Jets snap a 13-game losing streak in September. Robert Sala gets to shove it in everyone's face this week. So make a call. What was the best comeback of the weekend? Was it the Jets? Was it what we saw with Arizona? Or was it what Miami did? Frank Isola? Got to be Jets. Got to be Miami. Oh, yes. I heard the Jets in there. Somebody at the Jets. It's amazing. I mean, it's an amazing weekend. We'll never see another one like that until next week. Buy or sell next. (laughs) That's what we say with the NFL. Every week it's something different. Maybe George will make a comeback. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. The San Francisco 49ers and the return of Jimmy Garoppolo. Insurance is always expensive till you need it. Trey Lance's broken ankle, just brutal. For Lance... But for this team to be able to plug in Garoppolo, get the love from the SF fans, get the love from his teammates, and get the W, George. Your reaction to the Lance injury and whether the Niners can just pick up and roll with Garoppolo. Obviously, I feel terrible for Trey Lance, Tony, but this could be a blessing in disguise for him for his career, where he could just kind of sit back and take an opportunity to kind of watch how the team develops. They, they plugged him in a situation that wasn't fair to him. He wasn't ready to lead them to a Super Bowl, despite the fact they have a Super Bowl roster. Garoppolo clearly is capable of that in this situation. Israel Gutierrez. 
Yeah, it was good fortune that they couldn't find a trade suitor for him. But in this situation, yeah, they are a team that is contending based on that roster. And you plug him in, it's not like they lose a lot. I think the idea with Trey Lance is, hey, he's got the really high ceiling. But with Garoppolo, you eliminate the mistakes. You can still accomplish anything, Super Bowl included. So uh, terrible for Trey Lance, a delay in his career, basically. Kevin Blackstone. Wow, what a, what a luxury to have two starting quarterbacks and a guy you can lean on, a guy who you only couldn't get rid of because his contract was so big, but stayed with you because he agreed to restructuring his deal. Um, so good for him, fortunate for the 49ers, wish the best for Trey. And Frank Isola. And remember, Kevin, there was talk during the offseason about him potentially going to Seattle, the team that he played against yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Trey Lance hopefully has a great career and comes back, but at this minute and going into even last week, Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback at this moment. And now I think San Francisco, it's unfortunate the way it came down. They're better off having him starting behind center. There are four 2-0 teams in the league. Miami, Kansas City, Tampa, and the New York Giants. Yeah. There are four 0-2 teams in the league. The Falcons, the Panthers, the Raiders, and the Cincinnati Bengals. They lost again because Joe Burrow is under threat of sack about every time he passes. They lost because of the rush. They lost to Cooper Rush. Nobody on last week's panel was remotely worried about the team that made the Super Bowl last year. Israel, how about now? What's for real with this team? What's for really bad with the 0-2 Bengals? Well, what's for real is definitely the lack of offensive line play. That's uh, six sacks that Dallas Cowboys did in this game. And there was a segment of the game where you could hear Joe Burrow yelling to his sideline, no empty sets to Zach Taylor because they weren't giving him much protection. And so, yeah, I think that's that's something that's <laughs> definitely a problem. Blackstone. Well, it was the one thing they were supposed to have fixed in the offseason. Last year, he was the most sacked quarterback. This season already, he's the most sacked quarterback. He's got more more INTs than, than TDs. Um, that is an offense in shambles right now, and they better hurry up and figure out a way to fix it. Are you hitting the panic button, Kevin Blackstone? Um, I would, yeah, because your quarterback, who is the center of your team, is getting beat Frank up. Isola. Yeah, their win column right now is an empty set. I hated the way that they played last week in Pittsburgh. <laughs> they should have won that game. But when you finally get the ball back after tying it up, you go three and out on third down. We love Joe Burrow. You cannot throw the sh- uh, third down pass short of the first down marker, especially with Diggs as a defender, one of the top players in the league. And then you allow Dallas to march right down the field and kick. Great win for Dallas. But the Cowboys defense was celebrating that because that's the best tackle they said they've ever seen Diggs make like that. Losses to Mitchell Trubisky and Cooper Rush. Are you hitting the pack and button, George Sedano? Absolutely, Tony. They are no longer the hunter. They are the hunted. They were a 10-win team last year. They got really hot at the end of the season. 13 sacks in two games. That's tied for the most in NFL history through two games. David David Carr, unfortunately, is on that list. Chad Henney, a couple of guys. You don't want to be on a sacks list with David Carr as much as I loved David Carr coming out of college. And Joe Burrow is... Listen, he's not going to survive this if they continue Does this. Does anybody game. know the record of teams that start 0-2 the last three seasons? Of, uh, chances of getting to the playoffs? Zero and some. 0 for 27. 0 for, yes, yes. Well, this would have been information that would have been brought up sooner. It might be good, right? All right, guys, let's go around that horn. Now the Aces, a perfect championship. The team with the MVP and the coach of the year and the defensive player of the year and the all-star MVP gets their title. Chelsea Gray finishing off a perfect run. Asia Wilson, this is a stallion celebration, putting together one of the great starts to a career, maybe ever. And Becky Hammond, the revolution in her first year as head coach. Kevin Blackstone, what did the Aces just do? 
They accomplished first, 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 all the way around. Becky Hammond, after a great WNBA career, never won a title. Now she's got a title. Um, the Aces, obviously, first time they've ever won the title. And the city of Las Vegas now in the professional ranks of te with teams with championships. So good for Frank them. Frank Isola. The Aces owner, Mark Davis, gave Becky Hammond a record contract. She was terrific. Her team was a better team. And down the stretch, with Connecticut, with their season on the line, just didn't execute well. The uh, Aces were just the tighter team, the better team. They executed much better at the stretch. And they George Dono. Tony, they were a dominant team throughout the entire season and the postseason as well. Look at the way they went through this. They have the best player in the sport in Asia Wilson, the most clutch player in Chelsea Gray. And I'm not even talking yet about Plum and Williams with that particular group. Becky Hammond could end up becoming a Greg Popovich-style co coach in the WNBA. I think they can have a dynastic run in them. Pop has a great tree. Now he's got another branch to it. Gutierrez. Best stat I saw was Chelsea Gray. True shooting percentage, 72.7%, okay? Which is ridiculous. The league averaged 54%. 12.3% of those baskets were assisted. That is ridiculous shot making and usually against tough defense. She was amazing, deserved that MVP. George Dano, Israel Gutierrez, Miami, not getting the comeback they wanted. Maybe you guys should have been higher on the team of your youth. Blackstone, Isola, showdown, two minutes. Those cynical South Florida guys got what they deserved. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. A team not among the 0-2s, but maybe feeling as bad. The Indianapolis Colts. Oof, shut out in Jacksonville. Kevin, are the Colts and the Matt Ryan experiment done two weeks into the season? Well, you would you would think that from the looks of things, but I would say I would say no. I mean, Nick Foles is his backup, and the other thing is their coach Frank Reich. You're talking about you're talking about comebacks. He is Mr. Comeback himself. So give him a chance to put that offense back Thank together. Sola, little University of Maryland uh, note right there. Absolutely. Uh, the problem is when you have a great quarterback like Andrew Luck leave a franchise quarterback, and you're trying so hard to replace him, it doesn't look like Matt Ryan is the guy. It's at the tail end of his career. Think about the two games that they played. They do not look good. Anybody know the record of teams that don't have a win in the first two weeks? 
their chances of making the playoffs the last three seasons? Anybody? Zero. Again, uh, something that could have been brought up in this argument. What are you guys doing today? We'll move on. Brady versus Tablet. Lattimore versus Evans. Both ejected. Evans versus the camera. He also could be seen mouthing to the ref. It's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do? And now the league making a ruling today. Evans suspended one game. Lattimore, fine. Evans will suspend it, uh, will appeal the suspension. Frank, does the punishment fit the crime? Oh, it absolutely does. And I think you, you know all you need to know about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, how they feel about Brady defending him. But Mike Evans running off the bench like that, you're not looking at him. You're getting him from the side. That was cheap. Cheap shot by him. Yeah, absolutely. That that was the that was the worst part of it. So he's getting what he deserved. You know what? With all these athletes in in uh, football and in basketball getting in the boxing ring, I would pay to see Evans and Lattimore. I think these guys, <laughs> these guys real got real beef. They absolutely they pay you to put it on. <laughs> Kevin Blackstone, thirty seconds of FaceTime. Hey, I just want us to be able to do one thing with Becky Hammond, and that is appreciate her for the great coach that she is. Look what she did with the Aces this year. Amazing what she did with Gray. Never a 20-point-per-game scorer in this league, but right now she is. 26 wins during the regular season. Um, We just saw what they did for the city of Las Vegas and for themselves and for herself. But let's not denigrate the WNBA by saying now she's got to go to the NBA. That should not be seen as a step down and the NBA is a step up. She's a great coach. Well, my journey is not by mistake. For me, it's not about proving other people wrong, about proving myself right.